welcome once again to the Be The Light podcast. So today I want to share a little bit with you and I just want to start off by saying that um, I don't really necessarily like offer my opinion a whole lot um, on my podcast as far as like do this, don't do that, unless it's, you know, biblically tied um, to the Word of God. But there's just been a lot on my mind lately. And after um, a long conversation with my nephew one night as we walked on the bike trail and sharing with him and thinking about some things that he shared with me, I just really felt led um, to share this podcast. And actually, it's been a few weeks ago. So this is something like I kind of started it and I put aside and it still came back to me. So I just want to let you know that um, to start off the podcast. So if I step on any toes, um, I guess I don't really mean to apologize because this is just kind of like my my perspective, um, but just something that, you know, I just feel like that I have been led to share. So lately, I just have been feeling and and thinking a lot about the younger generation. And so my nephew just turned 18 and my um, younger nephew is 14. And I just have been watching them grow and thinking about what they're doing and just kind of experiencing um, and seeing things that they're facing and what they're going through now. They um, just have had some hard things occur at their high school lately. And so I have been talking to um, actually Shandon on the phone one night and we were kind of just talking about like homework and, and just different things like that. And she was just reminding me, she was like, Kayla, like, you know, I was really hard on myself about something like why it came home when he had a homework and I felt like I was the one that failed him, that he missed it. And granted it's first grade homework. So <laughs> it's kind of silly when you look back at it, but she was like, you know, Kayla, like it's just, it's, you learn from it, you know? And I know that, but sometimes you just need someone to, to remind you of those little things and so that had happened and um, I'd had a conversation with my sister-in-law and my dad and, you know, just different things. And so it all came. And so I kept like hearing in my head, Martha, Martha. And so I was remembering um, in the Bible when Jesus goes to visit Mary and Martha. And so this was like a couple days, couple days, Martha, Martha. And so I was like, okay, Lord, I need to get in the Bible and I need to read that verse again. And so I pulled it out and it comes from Luke chapter 10, verses 41 through 42, and it says, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. And so just to kind of go back, you know, Jesus comes to visit Martha and Mary at their home. And obviously, if you had Jesus coming over, I'm sure those of you who are planners like me would totally be like Martha. And, um, you know, thinking about all the preparations that you had to do and, you know, what kind of like fun games you're going to play and what kind of theme you're going to have. And, you know, that's just totally right up my alley. However, um, Mary was Martha's sister and she, when Jesus came, she was at his feet and she was learning from him and watching him and taking him in. And Martha was like ticked off. She was like, seriously, Jesus, like Mary is just sitting around and there is all this stuff to do. And, and I just, in this moment, I just look and I, I just see Jesus's heart. And he was like, Martha, Martha. And like, to me, it was like, Kayla, Kayla, you're worried and upset about all this stuff. And so, you know, also where I go with this, like if he says, you're thinking about parenting or even thinking about teachers. And I guess kind of where I'm going with this is like expectations. And the word that kept coming to my mind through all these things was pressure. Like the pressure we put on our kids 
to excel as teachers, the pressure we put on our kids to excel in sports, the pressure we put on our kids to excel in all these different things, and even on our in ourselves, like, okay, the pressure we put on ourselves so that we do X, Y, and Z, right, so our kids can do A, B, and C, and all these different things, and, and it was like God was saying, you know, remember what Jesus said to Martha, Kayla, Kayla, parents, parents, teachers, teachers, you're worried, upset about all of this stuff. Yes, it's good. And I've created all of it. But only one thing is needed. Only one thing is needed. And so that is what cannot be taken from you. What Mary did by sitting at Jesus's feet, by abiding, I've been going back once again to abiding so much. And um, I heard Matt Chandler say like, abiding is not like your quiet time, so to speak. Like everybody wants to talk about their quiet time. Abiding is just coming back, coming back. You know, you're off track, come back. You know, you're off track, come back, you abide. And so I guess kind of like moving on with this, it's just, I was thinking about pressure and the pressure that we put on ourselves, the pressure we put on kids, and it's just all too much. It's, it's just too much. And, you know, I shared that with my nephew. My mom had been talking to me. My mom was valedictorian of her class. And, you know, we had a conversation the other day. She's like, Kayla, she was like, I was valedictorian. I worried so much my senior year about my GPA and my grades and not failing and keeping it up. And she was like, where did it get me? Like, what was it for? I worried about all that stuff. I had all this pressure on myself. And what was it for? And, you know, I was I was talking um, to Nathan and I said, you know, when you think about that, and because he's a senior this year, and he was just sharing with me his heart about picking the college that he was going to and, and just some different things. And I could really tell that he had thought things through. But, you know, he's a swimmer. And so he's very, him and Evan both are, are swimmers. And they're very, like, schedule-oriented. Um, you know, they're very strong in what they do because of that, like, dedication and just that perseverance that you have to have to the, those practices really early in the morning and all those different kinds of things. And and I said, you know what, bud? I'm like, you are doing a great job. And I said, I am not saying that you blow off the rest of your senior year. But have fun. You know, I think about the classes they're taking. Like, seriously, like, when I was in high school, my senior year, I had like four main classes, I think like government, a, a math, and like I took like trig. Um, I had my English and I don't even know, maybe like a foreign language or like, I, I don't even remember, but I had like study hall, girls ensemble, and yearbook. And, you know, I look back at that and that was like fun, but yet I'm still successful. I mean, maybe not in the world's eyes, but to myself and for what God has placed in my heart for me to do. I love being a teacher. I love being a mom. I love being a wife. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful and grateful for what I have. But I said, you know, just, just enjoy it because do not, yes, you know, it's, it's good, like study. But don't study so much that you are like stressing yourself out and having anxiety. Just set us a timer. And what you learn is what you learn. And that's what God is is asked of you at that time. Or, you know, if you have a paper to write, do the best that you can with it in the time that you have. Don't, I mean, and I know when you're in it, it's so much different. And now looking back, I look at all those things. Like you're not even going to remember half these papers that you have to write. Like, like seriously. So I guess I'm speaking to some of the kids here. Just just do what you have to do. Like, and even to teachers, like, yes, we are important and we are here to educate, but we're always like, what's well, got to be more rigorous. You know, we have to make it harder. They have to excel. We have to, you know, show growth. You know, yeah, I get that. But like, we didn't have all that growing up and we're doing just fine. I was talking to a colleague the other day in the hall. We were talking about how like when we taught the beginning of our career, looking now at what we do, like, I feel like we're making the kids like 
not as smart as what they could be because we're requiring all this pressure and trying to teach them more than they really need to know. I, I don't know. But anyway, going on with this and coming back to this verse and thinking about, you know, Jesus saying, Martha, Martha, you're worried about all this. Like, don't don't worry about all of this stuff, the grades, the GPA, the, the papers, you know, it, it's not worth it. What truly is important is that relationship that you have with me and I will guide you and I will lead you. And if you are in my word and you are seeking me and you are abiding in me, I'll guide you. I'll lead you. I'll give you the knowledge that you need for today. I pray that over why every single day when we get in the car, dear God, give Wyatt the knowledge he needs for today, just for today just what he needs to know for today. So I guess I'm just using this as a reminder to just bring us back, bring us back. You know, I shared, you think about parents and how you hear that where, you know, I want better for you than what I had for me. And I started to reflect on that. You know, you think about the Great Depression. My grandparents, um, where they lived during the Great Depression. And, I, you know, I, I saw their ration books that they had and the things that they had to go through and how, you know, you look at things that they did. They didn't throw a lot of things away, you know, because everything they had, they didn't have much. So they, they held on to what they had. And so, you know, you look at that and they say, I want better for my kids. Okay, so you get to the next generation. So those kids, maybe they have jobs and they have homes and they're not having to ration things and all that. And so then that generation says, well, I want better for my kids. So that next generation, that's the generation that maybe starts to go to college, you know, does some of those types of things. And then you maybe get to like my parents' generation and, and they, they, um, they had careers. Maybe they didn't go to college, but they had careers and they worked a lot and they did all kinds of things. And so they look and they say, okay, I want better for my kids. And so we come to my generation and we've gone to college and we have careers and we waited a little longer to have kids and we have a, a little bit of a um, better bank account than maybe our parents did. And so we look and we say, we want better for our kids. So now you've got doctors and lawyers and um, you know brain surgeons and whatever for parents. And they say, I want better for my kids. Where does it stop? Where does it stop? Because that's where that word pressure came to me. What kind of pressure are we putting on our kids to excel that is not their pressure to be had in the first place? What kind of pressure are we putting on our kids to play sports that they never should have had in the first place? You know, and like I said, I might be stepping on toes here, but I felt really led to share this. I'm not saying that kids shouldn't try their best. By all means, I have learned through the struggle and through the, through the hard work that you succeed. You know, through those trying to get there and getting knocked down and getting back up again, that's where you succeed. But is it really in a degree? Is it really in the title that you carry? You know, what if your child, and you want better for them, but what if they want to be an artist? Is that going to be okay? What if your child doesn't want to go to college and they want to go to a vocational school? Is that okay? Well, Think about Mary and Martha again. Are you so busy or are they so busy trying to do all this preparation, all this work, that you're truly forgetting what they were called to do? God has called us all. He has equipped us all for what we are supposed to do, not for what we think the other person is supposed to do. You know, that's just really been just laying heavy on my heart. And I'm speaking to myself here too. This is this is where these things come from. This is not to should on anyone. This is myself as well. I'm asking these questions for you to think this through yourself. Are you putting too much pressure on yourself? 
Are you putting too much pressure on your kids in your class? Are you putting too much pressure on your children? These are just things to maybe get alone with the Lord and just abide in Him and ask Him him these things. And I've really been learning a lot about that. If I don't know, ask Him, seek Him. I might not be wanting to hear what He has to say to me as far as that. I know I've been struggling with some things myself, trying to figure out about myself. Someone said, and I'd kind of like to maybe do another podcast about this, but someone said, you know, you sometimes are that person that's hard to love. You know, there's lots of people you can think of in your mind that are hard to love. You're that person to somebody. And I was like, wow, wow, I never thought of that before. You know, so it's, I have to share, and this is where I'll kind of end for today, but um, The Mighty Ducks was a huge movie when I was growing up. Loved The Mighty Ducks. Well, my son has gotten um, into those movies and they recently came out. Now they're going to have a series on Disney Plus with that. And um, we watched the first episode yesterday and I loved it because that episode totally encompasses what I'm trying to say like this this mom her her little boy gets cut from the mighty ducks and she goes off on a tangent about you know what are we doing as parents to these kids like there's a situation where she looks up in the bleachers and she looks at a mom and she was like you're bringing like scouts to like a 12 year old hockey team practice and she says when do you guys look at it and think like sports are supposed to be fun? And they all just kind of look at her like, no, it's not what sports are about. Sports are about, you know, striving and achieving and getting better. And then she looks and she's like, none of these kids are going to go to the NHL. Like, and that my brother and I talk about that all the time. You know, when you look at sports and you look at athletics, we are driving these kids from here to there to yonder to these travel sports leagues. And there are not too many of the kids that are eventually going to make it to the NHL or the NBA or the NFL or the MLB or whatever it might be. So what are we doing? What are we doing? And like I said, I'm reminding myself of this. I am reminding myself of this. And I just feel like I have to be transparent. So like I said, um, if I stepped on your toes... I don't really want to say I'm sorry because I just feel like that it's it's truth right now and that I just felt led to just remember like we cannot continue to put this pressure on our kids. We cannot continue to put this pressure on ourselves. We do not want to constantly be running around like crazy people like Martha. And I get it. I get it. I you know I've come to a consensus that like my family we're not we, we're not like runners. We're not going to all kinds of sporting events. I really haven't put our kids in a lot of stuff. We like to stay home because that's for our family. Now, I do know there are some families that do thrive on that, and that's okay. You know, that is their thing. They, they, they don't like to necessarily be home. They like to travel in the car, and that's their time together. And, you know, they like to go to the games, and that's, that's okay. That's all right. But where is your heart behind that? Are you constantly striving, looking for perfection, you know, putting pressure on yourself, putting pressure on your kids, or are you just sitting and enjoying and letting it be fun? Because there's the difference. So thank you so much for letting me open up my heart and share with you um, today. Please know that my heart is in this. And like I said, I'm preaching to myself here. Um, But I just pray that something from this might spark, um, you know, just a something in you to stop and think that do I want to be a Mary or do I want to be a Martha and then take that and go out and be the light today.